but it's all day. The Talk, my credo podcast. Turn this up. Crazy as Ja Rule's run was, mm-hmm. it's it's crazy how Fifty Cent came in and took his spot to do a worse job than what Ja Rule did. Well, <laughs> well, well, hold on now, 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 I mean, yo, I mean, listen, I I, I love Ja Rule. You know, Ja Rule speaks to the Smurfs. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my guy. That's my guy. You you can't you listen. But but you know me on this even on this show I listen who, if 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 you have uh opened up the floodgates for the criticism I will I'm gonna swim in it and I'm gonna get you pause I'm gonna get it you know what I'm saying uh-huh. all that yeah. is said, fifty cent shut down this man career this man did not come back out he had the blood in my eye album and after that he he, he was blind he had no done. more. Yep. He was just, he was blind after that. You know what I'm saying? He was just doing braille. I didn't know what was going on with Ja Rule for a long time. Yo, the man bought the first front two rows of the man concert. Remember that? Like, yep. Fifty Cent <laughs> just trolled him. I mean, but now mind you, if you Ja Rule, you just get everybody to just move up the seats. You know what I'm saying? There's no big deal. I mean, at the yep. end of the day, he bought the tickets. I mean, he kind of gave you some extra money. I mean, it was a it was a shot at you. Yeah. But so what? He bought the he bought the front rows. Like imagine if that was Beyonce's concert and she had beef with Fifty Cent. Fifty Cent would have been paying like millions of dollars just to make a point to Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, you got. If I'm Job Rule, you just sit buy a Bentley for Fifty and be like, listen, yo, it's all good. Put, you, yeah. you, buy, you buy 50 cent a bitly and put a knife in the glove compartment and say, I didn't forget. Shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you do. That, That's, yep. what you do. That's how you do it. <laughs> Yo, what is up, everybody? We are back in this thing. Welcome to another episode of the Talk My Credo podcast. I'm your boy Dante here with my fam in the building. Now, Sunaru is here, the greatest hitting badger that ever lived. KT is up in this building. Sexy Red, Charlie Baltimore, hand. Yeah. What's going on? Poison Ivy, if you a comic book nerd. Um, Peace <laughs> <laughs> uh, Shaw was up in this building. Speak life, give life. Peace Shaw, what's going on, man? I see you got the merch. I see Look. you got the is, is that a dude? I was Nick gonna say Cannon turban. turban. Yep, got the so, Nick Cannon hey, turban. Hey, 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 hey. I miss as many kids as Nick Cannon. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, she yo. came right. Hey, it's, it's, it's the hat. It's the hat. <laughs> Lady in red is going off, yo. Let, let, let me Listen. tell you something. First of all, first of all, never mind. You know what? I ain't gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I told you I gotta be selective with who I give my energy to. And you ain't want it right now, cause today, <laughs> ooh, I 
got me today. God got me today. He got me today. He got me every day. He got me. He got me. But no, for real. Um, but everything, everything. I was trying to get up with KT this weekend, but she had a busy weekend. But I was coming through, KT. I was coming through. But yeah, this y'all stuff. So you know, I, I said I was gonna try. Because he wanna pop up on a Friday night before asking. Talking about, yeah, no, I was gonna I, stop I did by. Call. What? That, that's that's that's, that, that's the call before I came. Like, hey, what you doing? No reply. Oh, I was gonna stop by. Then you like, wait a minute. No, that was the that was the warning. That was the warning shot. Like, because if I'm in that direction, I figured I right, take about twenty minutes to get there. Let me call and see what she's doing. So that's exactly what I did. I mean, one of the purpose of me, I say forty five minutes away from where I work at now, and that's if I'm in that direction, deep down off in Greenville like that, I might as well loop around. So, you know, and I hate it, but um, it's a check and it is the holidays. So, you know, I'm thankful nonetheless. It is the holidays. All right. So, yeah, so he, Friday, he, he, I just had the kids and stuff and I was just like, I had, I had stuff to do. So, um, but I did ask if you had plans on Sunday. Yeah, I missed that. I got yeah. that late. All right, so what's the actual etiquette as far as in a black household or when a friend pulls up on you? Like, is is, is there a, a a real measure of time? Like, yo, don't if you're going to try to pull up, tell me a day before, six hours before, twelve hours before. What's that time? If someone wants to pull up on you, or is is a heads up even needed for you? It depends on who it is. Anybody. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Like, like if you say, "Hey, heads up for real." See, she, see, she probably need you. She probably need a day heads up. But like, let's say I'm coming to your spot. Let's say Dante. Let's say you come to my spot. You like, yo, what's up with you? Uh I'm like nothing. I'm chilling. You're like, all right, cool. I was gonna come holler at you. I'm like, all right, well, come on through. You like, okay, I'm outside. Like, all right. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I wouldn't care. You well, know, I've but, done that, so yeah, that's that's right, how I do right, you right. anyway. So, right. <laughs> I've been like, "Hey, where you at? You at home? Yeah, all right, man. I'm, I'm outside, man. Come open the door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> come open yeah. the door." <laughs> so, yeah, with, with KT, she she's probably the one that you probably have to fill out an application for her to come visit her. I need <laughs> look when so I need to know ahead of time because. Even though people often mistake me as an extrovert, I'm more of an extroverted introvert. <laughs> That's what I be trying to tell wifey. I'm the same way. I'm an extroverted introvert. Nas too. Y'all just be all over you, you. Yeah, I'm an yeah. That's right. I'm an extroverted introvert. Introvert. I'm a. <laughs> I'm able to be social. I'm a, I can be social, but if I am staying at home, I am in paradise. You just say, I'm just lying on the podcast. I, I got to know in advance when I'm going to have to share my energy with other people. You know what I mean? Yeah, and of I'm course, it gives you a chance to... With. All right, and of course, like, all right, you so come over. I got to set my mind chance. right. Willing yes. to pet Bentley. Check. <laughs> Am I wearing gray sweatpants? Yes. <laughs> Willing to drive to South Carolina? Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. 
Oh, well, there you go. To, <laughs> are you willing to D down KT? Maybe. Huh? Well, I was still on an application. What happened? No? Yeah. Okay, let's just... Yeah, that, that's what it sounds like. It's, it's the application. I can't uh, tr- Translation, that's exactly what she was saying. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> Ooh, you almost made the cut, but you wore brown sweatpants, and the, the print just doesn't show like the grape. I'm so sorry. Yeah. It was so- <laughs> You were overqualified. <laughs> <laughs> Not overqualified. Yep. You know that's what interviewers tell you when they be like, nah, you trash, get get the hell out of this office. They be like, you're overqualified. You know, that's what yeah. they said. You know, to, to to make you feel good about yourself in some kind of passive aggressive way. And that's oh, why you that's crazy. I, I, See, I'm not gonna even uh, I heard that you may not be a good I'm fit. Sure I heard that out. one. <laughs> Yeah, I've heard that. I heard that one too. You, you, you may not be a good fit. Um, what's the craziest reason? Not quite. Or the craziest thing fit. someone said to you? <laughs> yeah, see, you see, look at you, so both, see? Not quite. Um, a good fit, it's know, not gonna fit. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, nasty self. <laughs> it's, it's the hair, <sighs> man. Jesus. It's the hair. It's the hair. I just like that. Lord help me, cause I am mm. not. Rip me out the plastic. Got the acting brand new. <laughs> brand brand new. Facts. Brand new. Brand new. What's happening? Get him. Get him. KT. <laughs> Go ahead. And talk to him. Ski. Talk to him. KT. Uh, no. 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 I will never. Ever. Oh, you know that, G-Daddy. Hood rats. We love the hood rats. I'm making my own shit up. <laughs> that sounds about right. That sounds like a sexy red song. <laughs> Looking for the hoochie daddies. Oh, oh, my God. Okay. Don't forget to purchase your God Got Me shirts, though. Hurry up. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we get that. That up, my son is trying to reach something that he's going to break something. Oh no! Y'all can find P. Shaw at Shaw Cannon. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So, so, so you ready for your comedy special? Then look, look, that's what uh, you'll be hosting the comedy special. You'll be hosting the Mad Singer next Wednesday on Fox. Y'all go, y'all go check him out. As long as they cut the check. As long as they cut the check. Cut that check. As long as check. they cut that check. I'm good. I, look, yeah, I'll be a mad cut singer. Cut check. the check. Yeah. People talk to y'all all they want to. They ain't understanding. Nick what? said, I get 10 checks. 10. Because all the stuff he got his name all on. All right. That's that's like, cool. He have to. So, 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 all them checks. Yes, absolutely. What one check for each kid? One check for each. <laughs> Actually, he shortened himself. All right. So, so, twins, so, what song would you? Straight. What song would you sing? What song would you sing if you were on Mass Singer? Is there a heart in the house tonight? Stand up, stand up. Let me know. Stand up. I wish. Raindrops would fall. Fall. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Y'all stupid. <laughs> oh man, 
right. I, okay, look. Okay, speaking of music, speaking of music, let's let, let's go ahead and get right into it. Oh, because man. this is what everybody's talking about right now. And I listened to this with uh, anticipation. I was ready for this. From, from the moment it was announced to the moment it dropped, I was ready for it. Andre Three Stacks, Andre Lauren Benjamin. Dropped his uh, long-anticipated solo album. We waited almost 20 years, two decades, for this to drop. And it dropped. And I think it continues to drop. So um, <laughs> we we were expecting, you know, hey, this is three stacks. This is arguably the greatest rapper ever, ever. Forever, ever. One of Never. them. N- Never. But wherever you have him, Three Stacks is regarded in hip-hop culture as one of the GOATs. I'll put it that way. Whether, yes. whether he's... but w- Regardless of that order, when you talk about the GOATs of rap and hip-hop, Andre 3000 is in that conversation always. And even the GOATs of the GOATs always mentions him as well. So... The anticipation was that, like, yo, what? Three stacks is dropping an out. What? 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 And he's dropping it in two days. What? Uh, yo, we've been waiting. Ain't no way. All right, let's let's see what it is. And then he was like, <laughs> I just that's just the best way to put it. That's the best way to put it. <laughs> He released a new album titled New Blue Sun. And um and he says that um this is an instrumentation album. Just it's just him and the flute and some other stuff going on with it. Um we wanted bars, but we got notes. Brass. Brass. Well, it's probably see, and woodwinds. What, what, yeah, woodwinds. Okay, I was I was gonna say something else, but I was like, yo, that that was like I was gonna pause this whole podcast. But it was what I mean. Flusa made it brass. I mean, it's, they're in that orchestra section. But I like okay. woodwinds. That was dope, KT. I like that. yes, but you know, she she is you know I'm a tumwa, uh, the the music one of the pod. Yeah, so of course she, she would know. She would know. Yes, yes, yes. I, I I I just want the listeners to get um now th- there is greatness in this album. There's absolute greatness in this album. As my wife slides across the hall life. like like risky business right now. Uh, oh oh Woodwiz, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wifey was was a clarinet master. Okay, my bad. My bad. Okay, shout out to you. God, as, as much as she Woodwinds sound wild though. It, it does, but all I'm saying, y'all, y'all, y'all know how to blow. Um, so when it comes to the track list, you know what? <laughs> y'all know how to blow that wood, boy. Hey? <laughs> y'all know. How to... Just disrespectful. Y'all know. Just disrespectful. I love y'all. Nah, I'm I'm appreciating the skill. I'm appreciating that's talent. <laughs> y'all y'all studied that. I ain't mad at it. I am 
I'm giving flowers and everything else. You know what? I'm you gonna get a fist in a minute. Uh, listen, that's why I put a ring on it. All right, so uh, <laughs> that's that's she why. screamed from the other room. She ready. She's like, what? <laughs> Alright, so listen. There is greatness in this album. Um, unfortunately, it's not in the music. Andre Three Stacks, he doesn't he doesn't spit one bar. There is not one uttered word, syllable, bar, entendre, punchline, flow, cadence, schemes that we know Andre Three Stacks to be known for. It's all um Miss KT, if you don't mind. How does that album go again? What did it sound like? <laughs> That's all you got. But the greatness comes from the track list. So the greatest in the badger that ever lived. If you don't mind, if you can like run through some of these, the, these uh, track listings for, for these songs and you know, how, you know, is it like, you know, uh, Hey, ya or, you know, Miss Jackson, you know, you know, like typical album song titles that, that we're used to. Yo, so, so track one is I swear I really wanted to make a rap album. But this I mean, once you hear that, I was ready. I was like, oh, OK, we, we about to get something. You know, we about to get something special. But but, uh-huh. but I, I'm only here to talk about the track list real fast. The next one is the slang word pussy rolls off the tongue with far. I don't even know the the, the, the titles are too damn long anyway. Titles are too damn long. <laughs> title title won't even give you the whole listing. No, it won't even give you the whole listing. The night in Hawaii when I turned into a panther, and then and look, and then it, and then it stops. I, like this is crazy. <laughs> so I guess this is the night in Hawaii when I turned into a panther and lost to Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> oh no! Oh. I'm gonna make up my own stuff at the end now. Now, now see, you're messed up. You know who you know who y'all dealing with. Bob Polo disorders daughter wears a three thousand shirt. I'm trying to read it while I'm like while it's playing embroidered. Embro- what's that word? Embro- how you how you pronounce that mm-hmm. word? Embroidery or what? what yeah, but embroidered, it's embroidered. 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 Yeah, embroidered. there you go. I like this. This is my favorite title, but it has nothing to do with what I like. Uh, ninety three till infinity and Beyonce. That was a hot. That that was a hot title, but but it it, it is is no Beyonce and it's definitely no uh ninety uh Souls of Mischief, who is the group that sung ninety three till infinity, which is one of my favorite hip hop tracks of all time. But that's all I'm going through with that uh Dante because I, I definitely want my my go. I don't know who you letting go first, but I definitely want my go real fast. All right, I, I want that. But pause. But but I'm just saying I'm gonna put that talk. out there. <laughs> talk talk you talk talk that talk, bro. <laughs> uh, so so because you know um we're, we're doing reviews. And you know I don't get to do the late night flight audio podcast anymore. So could you please please intro me in like you usually do? Oh, I got you. Okay, okay. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Listen, Andre Lauren Benjamin, yes, the third Esquire, yes, sir, dropped his much anticipated solo project titled New Blue Sun after the diehard fans of hip hop and Outkast waited seventeen years for this, but he dropped a flute album. Yes. With with very interesting song titles. Like, I swear I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time. That's hmm. just the name of the track. <laughs> Not the wood, but the wind. 
the win. Yes, the win. Thankfully, yes. because then yes. I'll be asking questions, but I can't do that because, well, hopefully he really meant to say this is the way the wind blew me and not the wood because then I would have some jokes and then I would be in trouble with the ligabata. So I ain't want to get in trouble with the ligabata. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I'll just leave that alone. So in late night flight fashion, <laughs> how many flights yes. does Andre 3000's new and highly anticipated album, New Blue Sun. Yes. Yes. How many flights does this album get? Three point three flights. Yes, it does. Three point three flights. I am. Okay. I am. I am going to give my man some credit. I, I. I most certainly will. First of all, first of all, I blame this album on one person and one person only, and that's Erica Badu. All right. When you get down with Erica Badu, the aftermath of you as a man. It's, it's just not the same. Like, like, like there is, she has emasculated you slowly. All right. Like slowly, like you start wearing dresses and tight sweaters and you don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like she did the same thing with common. So I'm, 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 I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. All right. But I just want to give this man some credit. Cause this is, in my opinion, this is the sixth greatest rapper of all time. All right. He still is number six. I'm not moving him up. I'm not moving him down. Pause. I'm not doing either one. I am. He can stay at number six, but I just want to say some things real quick. Um, I, I just need all I need. I need three minutes on the clock. This this gonna be fast. I don't got nothing really much to say about this. I think this is the greatest meditation bluegrass album in music history. Okay, like yo, the man. I don't know what type of drug he took. I feel like he took some LSD. He took a flight out of Atlanta, went to Wyoming, said, hey, Kanye, can I crash here for a couple of months? He like, sure, I'm rich as hell. And it was in Kanye's ranch studio that was in the middle of Wyoming. You know what I mean? And they just was like, they were just like using a flute and synthesizers and, and, and like the cornfields on a ranch for the, for the breeze. Like they just used the actual, the actual wind outside. You know what I mean? They was just using 75 degrees Fahrenheit weather and cornfields to make whatever bush noise they had in the background. Like this, let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you, I didn't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you what happened in real time with me before I make my jokes. Matter of fact, I'll make the joke first. Then I'll, I'll say what happened in real time. Like if I was with Erica Badu's like cousin, like one of them envi environmental women that, that tell you don't flush the toilet until next week, and I'm like, you know, it, like you can have sex with one of those women to this music. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just sounds like that. It really do. Only environmentalist women. But let me tell you what happened to me in real time. So as you see in the uh, in our group chat, I have took a picture of a, of a vehicle. OK, that's my car. Right. Let me tell you something. It takes me nine minutes. It takes me nine minutes to get to work. I go right up Interstate 280 right to get to my job. Right. First tracks is 12 minutes long. I'm like this. Oh, this is about to be a classic from the rip. Cause we just talked about it uh, in a couple of episodes ago, Dante, where we was talking about the intro of your song, track one. And we, this is Andre 3000. And we're about to get 12 minutes of Andre 3000. I'm like, let's just put, lay the phone down. You know what I'm saying? I am just ready in my new, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, I'm ready. I didn't hear Andre 3000 rap one word for nine minutes. And when I parked the car, it was three minutes left. I said, what the f is going on? 
What is going on? I cannot believe. And then track two was the same thing. And then track three. And then when we got to the Beyonce song, I'm like, oh, it's only three minutes and 46 cents. I mean, 46 cents, 46 seconds. He must, he must got a 16 for this one. No, no, he does not. But you let me tell you something right now. This this album needs to go against every uh what do you call that? A folk album and bluegrass album that is out in the south right now. Okay, because this is this is meditation, Cajun, and jazz mixed into one. Like all he needed was Nora Jones and Queen Latifah on the tracks. And th this would have been one of the greatest albums you ever heard in your life. So you know what? I'm gonna give you 3.3 flights, Andre. You are Oh man, like like you're a genius. Like, 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 don't get me wrong. Musically, this isn't trash. It's just that we wanted some bars. Even if you sung on these tracks, I would have took, I would have liked that more than what you offered. But you know what? Again, 3.3 <clears throat> flights. This was a good album for what it's worth. Um, as a man that has been learning doing massage therapy, well, I shouldn't have said it out loud, but Let's just say some of my friends saw my work. All right. Uh, <laughs> and, all, and all I'm saying is I have no problem using this music in those times. All right. That's that's, that's all the I perfect can. setting to do that. Yes. Uh -huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let me. Peace, y'all. Talk to me, man. Andre Three Stacks. What'd you think, man? This ain't necessarily dope or doo-doo, <clears throat> but talk to me, man. What, what'd you think? Well, first thing first, what in the Erica Badu is going on? Um, <laughs> I, I, I think I think Nah said it right. And even though I only heard two tracks of it, it still was like, hmm, so now. He just showed you that a name can sell all by itself. A name will get views all by itself because he's viral. And if you had to buy it, you know what I'm saying? Like, I look at it like same thing like Nas just said. He actually just opened the door for other people to get on every single track that he just put out. For collaboration, a conglomerate, as Buster Rhymes would say, of people to come together and get on that track to make it better the next time. Why? Because he didn't put anything on it. So it's kind of like he gave you the instrumentals. <laughs> he gave you the instrumentals. And now, and now he wants you to go to the studio to put your lyrics to it, cause I guarantee you. Matter of fact, if you if you try tomorrow, somebody probably already got it out right now. Somebody probably already did a freestyle or a diss album to one of those tracks right now, just because of what you can do with it. Some vocals, KT got her vocals on it. Dante got his lyrics on it. Not not Nas on that put put down bars. You know what I'm saying? So, so somebody already did that work. Somebody already put some know bass on that joint. So, somebody yeah. already put some work on it. So a, it's a it's just like something. <laughs> It's just like, ooh, that's something I would play while I'm in the tub. You know what I mean? Like, let me light these candles up. Let me let me let me get in the tub and let me play let me play this music. Um, you know, Nas was like, yo, this meditation album is off the chain. I'm like, what meditation? Oh, he talking about <laughs> he, he talking about Andre. <laughs> so, you know, he probably was going through some stuff and he was like, you know what? This is what I do my yoga to. I want to share to people what I made to do my yoga to. And I want to share it to them. This is how I wake up every morning. So, yeah, I mean, you know, um, if you got a good PR, good marketing person, everything that we just talked about just now, allow other people to get on or you come back and you get on and just make it something. So we we was anticipating we want to hear something. We want to hear you 
whisper or something fart or something. We didn't hear nothing, a note from you. <laughs> something. So, yeah. Hey, yo, I can see Big Boy calling Andre now like, hey, yo, man, we could have made Idol 2, nigga. What's wrong with you, man? We could have like, made yeah. Idol 2. What's the problem? What are you doing? What are you doing? Who are you hanging out with? You with Kanye? Are you with Kanye? You with Kanye? I'm flying over there right now. What's wrong? I can't stand, I can't stand him. I promise. I prom- it sounded like one big mushroom trip. He took a little. He took a corner piece from KT, and then he took. <laughs> Don't forget to watch sales practice. Don't forget to watch sales practice on uh, the podcast. You know what mushrooms do? He took. He, he took a little bit. He, he took that corner piece from KT. He took. He took whatever Nas had. He took both of them joints and went to Wyoming for a couple months. That's what happened. Oh man! I thought I felt fell asleep to darn thing. I was like, "Hold up, let me not keep this on because I don't know what he done. I don't know what kind of spell he done put up some, in some, some magic spell. He done put some spell to I don't know. I lullaby like, use. No, let me turn this off right now. <laughs> And the names of the song, I'm like, okay, these names, these titles don't even go with what comes after. You know what I mean? I'm not going to lie. I went straight to the pussy song. I was like, (laughs) I went straight to the pussy song. I was like, I, let's see. And I was like, is there anything in this song that will make me agree? Because the name of the track is... The slang word pussy rolls off the tongue with far better ease than the proper word vagina. Do you agree? Questioning everything. So I went to the song thinking I was going to be convinced whether I, I, I agree. You know, slang word pussy does roll off the tongue with far better ease than the proper word vagina. But what I agree with, I was like, man, ain't this some trash ass You need to take the shit right back to whatever you got from it. Like, I need you to go back to the dungeon. I need you to get back with with uh, with Goody Mob and and with Big Boy and Killer Mike and all them boys back in Atlanta. That that's the Andre we wanted. We wanted Dungeon Family Andre. We didn't want Hakuna Matata. I stopped Hashi at the Tashi. mall the other day. Heard a call yeah. from the other way that yeah. came from some this nigga saying something. I need I that. <laughs> Talk to him, KT. Talk to him, girl. That's what we wanted. That's what we wanted. That's what I needed. But instead, we got this. That's exactly what you got. That's what. What what KT say? All I'm saying. They were saying something. They were saying something. Talking about. They didn't even get that, man. Not even that. All I'm saying is hum. I mean, even if you had just a hum, something on the street, like, I just well, don't understand. What's that chant that, uh, that, uh, I, I might say Angela Bassett, but it was Num Miss Turner. Yep. Num no Miss Turner. Num 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 that's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. No, I'm pretty sure she is like, you got to start. You got to chant this. She's like, we're having a chant. We're having a, a chant uh, meeting like in a couple of weeks. Maybe you want to come. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm no, not going. No. We not going. No, yo, no, no, no. 
<laughs> they like come man, we want to go Oh man. The real winner in all of this is by far, hands down, Erica Badu. Because if anything, she once again proved to the world that pussy got power. All right, so we're going to move right around. That pussy got power. (laughs) It is deadly. He is rogue from X-Men. That's who she is. Erica Badu is rogue from X-Men. If you get inside that, she is picking your powers and flying home. She's flying away. You stay away from Erica Badu. I know that this booty is powerful. You can't listen, man. If I touch that thing, I- I'm gonna be listen. It's-, it's over for me too. It's over for me too. I'm sorry. How Erica can Badu you resist? How can you resist? It's a rap. Man, I'm scared. Stay away from Erica. Oh my God! Listen, uh, yeah, shout out to Erica Badu. Yeah, it's it's so powerful. She said I can actually bottle this up and sell it, and it sells out within minutes. Like that—that's power. That is power. <laughs> Talk about. <laughs> All right. Speaking of someone who actually needed some power, um, Matt Rife dropped a, a Netflix special. Um, actually, what was it last week? Like last week or something like that. And um, P. Shaw hit us up in the group chat like, yo, Matt Rife dropped a, a Netflix special. I was like, word? Did he? Like, hey, all right, he moving on up. I, I know him from social media. I seen clip here, clip there. You know, I from, from what I see, I, he pretty funny. I like I, I like him. I, I like Matt Rife. All right, let me go check this out. And P. Shaw, go ahead and uh, we'll, we'll start with you as far as the review since you were the first one to see it and, and put us all on to it. Um. What did you think? So the way we do this, we do this in late, in late night flight fashion. So we, 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 we rank this with the amount of flights, one to five flights. Of course, one being absolute dog shit and, and five being, you know, it was dope fire. Um, so in late night flight fashion, how many flights did Matt Rife's comedy special got for you? Okay. Um, Late night flights uh, on the comedy special Netflix. Uh, you see that dance space? That's what it was. <laughs> that's what that's that's what it was. Damn. Now I look at it like he had an opportunity. They gave him a special, and uh, I'm not gonna say it was a hit and miss because everybody watched it. But if I had went to that show, I wouldn't have went to another show. Compared to what he did on YouTube, compared to to his roastings, compared to his freestyle, because I don't want to hear about no 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, all grown men talk about masturbation and ejaculation for 30 minutes. 30 minutes. This man talked about, I was never afraid of a monster under my bed, because if somebody was reaching their hand up, I was like, you about to get this. He up under that crunchy. I said, this joke is talking about masturbating for 30 minutes <laughs> 30 minutes I'm sorry Mate. the delivery just now was <laughs> for 30 minutes yeah I'm just Your saying your delivery like, was a little better than his wait a what? minute what <laughs> yeah I, and, and 
ghost writing? Are, are you ghost writing for these you people? You know what I'm saying? I am just saying, hey, hey, you, you got the sales practice right here. You got your boy. Hey, let us know when y'all want some more content. Because I just don't know, even when he tried to get away from it, he couldn't. It's almost like I got stuck in this area. I got four people that laugh. Let me stay right here. And um, I felt like four. Four. Because he even said that he said, if I had a crowd full of men, I probably would have got more of applause. He said that to himself and then still stayed on that subject. And then he even, when he started talking about older people, oh, I love old people. He stayed on that for 20 minutes. So you got an hour and 15 minute special for 50 minutes. You talked about masturbation and old people. Come on. But yet he, he, um, he showed how when you have to have like something material put together, how, where he lacks in maturity in that area, because you know, on YouTube, when he yeah. doing the stand-up and he in these bars and these clubs and stuff, he get opportunity to interact with the crowd. And I feel like that's where he's going to um, succeed at. And if it ain't broke, don't fix mm -hmm. it. You don't need to do another special until you perfect your craft. That's what makes Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, he skips That's what steps. makes Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle. That's what makes Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart. That's what, you know what I mean? That's what makes these people great because they can do both. You know, they, you know when, when Eddie Murphy 17, 18, when it is all red leather, you know, he was able to captivate the crowd outside of his storylines, but yet they're telling true stories. So you might be telling a true story, but if you're talking to a grown crowd, they don't want to hear about that stuff. You know, um, talking about something more seasoned, more relatable, because you said it yourself. If you had a crowd full of guys, your jokes would have hit. You said it yourself on your own special. You was 100% correct. Immature guys probably would be like, I understand what he's saying, but um, but yeah, but hands down, I feel like um, I'm gonna give it a, I'm gonna give it a one. That's it. There's nothing else. <laughs> just a one. Just I'm gonna give it a one. I'm gonna give it a one on this on the scale because I feel like um, he could have done better, and I feel like you know he got the clout that you wanted because everybody was like, we was talking about the album. If you was funny and you was doing your thing on the YouTube and your Instagram videos and all of that, they like, yo, if you get this special, it's going to be something awesome. Uh, and all we got was, um, that's it. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> KT, have you watched the special? I have not. Okay, good. You ain't missed too much. I will not. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> Nas, talk to me, man. How many flights? <laughs> I mean, this is Matt Rice's first Netflix special titled Natural Selection. Um, and it's already, I, maybe it has, he's achieved his goal. Because, you know, people are talking about it, not in the most positive light, but people are talking about it. And I, maybe that's just what he wanted. So just. Uh, man. Man. Um, wow. Wow. <sighs> You know what? I like a lot what P. Cannon just said about um about Matt Rife. I like like he yo he really yo you he took some of my ideas on how I was gonna uh present this. Now I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna lie to you. He's about to get a good uh some he's gonna, he's gonna get a good number from me from me. I did have to take half a point away from him. For um, like P. Shaw said, I'm, I'm gonna just say it like this: his presentation. I, I do want to explain something before I tell you the flights, and then I'm gonna go into my spill. So, uh, KT, I'm not gonna lie to you. I would like to have four minutes, thirty seconds on the clock on this. Don't worry, just four minutes, thirty seconds. Don't worry. The haymaker coming later. Don't worry. 
four minutes, 30 seconds. That's all I need. <laughs> She's yeah, actually she... going to time you. That's, 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 that's the new door. Right. So here's the thing. Eddie Murphy, Red Fox, Wanda Sykes, some more, uh, Martin Lawrence, George Carlin, Peter Sellers. These are boxers. Well, the comedians, but I'm using boxer, boxing as a, as a point. They can do jab, jab, fake, haymaker. Jab, jab, fake, boom, uppercut, Tyson. You know what I mean? Like They can knock you out full of laughter. What Matt Reif does, and I'm going to applaud him because I think this is his style. I don't know if it's workable, but it's a style that no one else is doing. What he does is jab, 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 jab. That's what he does. He's not going to knock you out, but he can keep the crowd entertained. Oh, yes, you are correct, P. Shaw. These 4 million, 5 million, 3 million views that you see on YouTube, he's doing what they call crowd work. He is allowing people to answer these questions. They mic those, they kind of mic it, mic it, but they mic these, uh, the audience, and he gets to uh, do his improvisational skills, show, show off his improvisational skills based off what people say. And yes, it's pretty funny. I'll give him that. Now, with this, of course, when you're doing stand up, you're doing storytelling and you want to hit him with the haymaker. Chris Rock was another great like that. He's not going to hit you with the haymaker. When he talked about the ghost and all, all of those, uh, like the ghost jokes, let me tell you something. The Yo, I counted it. In three minutes, he gave you 8.5 ghost references. That's impressive. And it, if, if six of them was pretty funny. Now, here's what I would say to him because P. Shaw was right as far as the timing of it. He was very... uh hate to use the term, but it's true, long-winded with these jokes. Once you hit them with the whole 12 black guys is scared of, scared of guys with, with ghost outfits, I would have left it there and went to the next topic because that was actually a very good one to slam the door because it was quick. And then he put the foot out and went to test the waters again. I like, he can, yo, the dude has some comedic vibes to him and I give him a lot of credit because He's in this Gen Z generation and you're not finding too many comedians on this on at least as funny as him. There is a guy online that I do want to give some credit to. His name is Ali Sadiq. You should check this guy out. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see him with a next Netflix special. That dude is funny as well. But I'm I'm I like what's going on because with Gerard Carmichael, I feel like he's dropping the ball a little bit. That that Rosenthal, what that last one he yeah. did, that, that wasn't all that. He he he. Now he's another haymaker, but he's losing his way. So with Matt Rife, this new apologetic white, you know what I mean? He's like, you know, he he's he's the new white. So the young white guys, they're very apologetic. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. They're apologetic. They don't want no smoke because they know they already, you know, they already know they behind because of what their forefathers did. So they try to be very apologetic very uh kind about how their delivery is so i think he's just using that so he wants to use his charm the fast wit into his comedic presence and it's working but like p shaw said the jokes they're too long-winded like he really only talked about four things and the four things he talked about no disrespect was very meh okay like i don't want to hear about your airplane situation like that's very one percent in meh Okay, that's not cool. The ghost and monsters, meh. Like really, but I, but like you had some references that had me like, oh yeah, okay, okay. But meh, like it was work jokes. Like he was very good at making work jokes. And 
I hate to right. tell I tell my manager this all the time. I'll be like, yo, Shakira, listen, like <laughs> it's corny, please. Like, <laughs> like yo, just just pat me on the back because I'm making your money. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, I, I walked into her office today. I said, hey, listen, how's that new apartment that I got you? That's how I be with her. The sales practice. I don't care. I say what I want. All right. I'm top 20 in my region. I got some new stuff. I got some new stuff I want to show you, P. Shaw. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, I've only been here for two months. But the point I'm making is that I like Matt Reif. Um, I, I want to give him. Oh, it's mm-hmm. over. All right. So mm-hmm. with that being said, because the clock stopped, 3.5 flights. It was decent. I think the next time he comes up, uh, I think he'll have a better showing. I, I, I'm, I'm gonna give him positive I light agree. because I, I thought it, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. You know, so it wasn't great at all. It was pretty good. And that basically, that's that. But I I think some people um, like Matt Reif that they are in that category where they are funny but not comedy special funny. You remember we, mm-hmm. we talked about that before, where we, you know, some names where where we felt like these people are funny, they're good, that they're good comedians, but not. I don't want, I don't want to say worthy, but a comedy special isn't the arena that showcases their strengths or what they're really good at. But you know, you know what? If I may, I just want to say this one thing though. I think for an hour special. For someone that is known for doing what he said in the end, the crowd work, I thought he did a pretty good job. Like, it's not great, no. But he did a pretty good, like, yo, if you told me him or Dane Cook with a gun to my head, I'm going to pick Matt Reif. You tell me him or Jeff Dunham with the ventriloquist with the dummies, I'm going to say Matt Reif. And I like the ventriloquist, dude. He's kind of funny. Um, If you told me him or Jeff Foxworthy, I'm going with, with Matt Reif. The Sebastian Italian guy, they, they think it's pretty funny right now. I'm going with Matt Reif. I think Matt Reif is funnier than a lot of these talents that have a Netflix special. He's just not better or he's not on the same level as your Chappelle's, your Chris Rock's, your Wanda Sykes, your Samores. Like, he's not there. He's under there. And, you know, of course, as we know, when it comes to Dave Chappelle and the names we just said, that's like elite. And then whoever is the, the, the seventh or eighth best, they are far below. You know what I mean? Like far below. Well, I think Matt Reif has potential for sure. He has potential. He just needs to know how to incorporate what he does best into a stand-up special. You know what I mean? He's got to stick with what he knows. He doesn't have to do it like everybody else does it. Do it your way. Right. I agree. And that's exactly what Andre 3000 did. His way. <laughs> oh Hold on, one more thing no, too, y'all. That funny. Was that was funny. Way, honey. I, I want to shout out Matt way. Rife. Oh, that's funny, yo, Peshaw. You funny as hell. Um, <laughs> I, I do want to shout out Matt Rife for giving a uh, old to Eddie Murphy. I don't know if y'all know this, but uh, actually, when he be, he did Delirious, uh, Peshaw, he was 21, 22 years old, not eighteen, nineteen. But mm. at the end of that, at the end of that comedy special, he talked about how um they had a black woman. I forgot her, her name. Who it was? And she sung uh, some type of some type of ballad at Constitutional Hall. And now they got some guy that was 22 years old talking about sucking dick or whatever the case may be. Whatever. Talking about Eddie Murphy. Matt Reif said the same thing. like Not in that way, of course, but he was just saying, yeah, man, they, now I'm here at Constitutional Hall doing my thing. Not bad for a guy who just does crowd work. I like that because that was a call to what Eddie Murphy did back on Delirious. So I thought that was a good call back to. I just wanted to put that out there. I, 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 I think Matt Reif respect the comedic game. 
I mean, that's oh, yeah. why I'm, like, I'm giving him a lot of points, man, because he's not he's not Dane Cook where he's just running around, got ADHD. And so, so he think people think he's funny because he's walking around and being physical. He's basically doing slapstick comedy, but he's white. Like this guy is like, yo, he the problem with him is that he just don't know how to storytell yet. And I think once he get into that mode and mind you, this this next Netflix special, he's going to want to meet and Cedric the Entertainer and uh, Bill Burr. He's going to get to meet those guys and he's going to get to their comedic writers. Yeah, and PK I think Marine. he's going to take them to right. another level. And the, ne- the next Netflix special, this is where I agree with KT 100 percent. Why don't you put 30 minutes and put that crowd work in like you could do 30 minutes of, this, of, a, of a traditional stand up, exactly. 30 minutes of some crowd work and put that together. Um, don't do what DL Hughley did because DL Hughley was good at roasting people. If he yeah. did his roasting stand up at Kings of Comedy, like the last 10 minutes of what he did, if he did that for 30 minutes, we probably would have been like, yo, DL was like the second, but second funniest show instead of just like, why was he there? <laughs> That's true. That is true. And, and, and with that said, I, I, I look forward to the next one because I feel like, um, well, just I, the, the overall thing was, you know, let me test the waters. Um, I, I think this was a good feeler for him, you know, and I, I'm, I'm interested in seeing what he does if he, once he gets the opportunity. And I say once, but uh, once he get it, when he gets it, because I do like him and I think he's very talented. Um, and like Nas mentioned, he definitely respects the culture. He definitely is one of the new white boys. So he's very uh, aware of, you know, culture and society and social economic type issues between cultures. And, you know, he, he does it just right where he's funny. He can make those racial type jokes and it, it'd be funny. You know, it'd be really funny and not like tone deaf. Like, what are you talking about? Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm interested. Just this one just wasn't it for me. It's like, meh, like everyone else, just meh. Uh, I love the analogy that Nas said. It just basically just jab, just uh, you gonna jab you to death. Um, you know, like, all right, come on now. But that's basically it. That's what I got for this one. So, um, y'all, listen. I want us to, you know, we 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 have to figure out what we're gonna do as far as getting together and, and getting this thing done live because I really feel like, um, you know, I, I want to do that. That that's what I want. My birthday slash Christmas. Just we find a oh, way, yeah. we, we get it done. And uh I, I get us in a a good setting to where I'm coming to the to basement trash. for the holidays. I mean <laughs> it can be the basement, it can be a building. If, I'm in if there's a, a space we can rent out, it's something I I will I make mean, it happen. I need one of them the I don't need the thickest thing you can find me up in North Carolina, South Carolina when I get down there. All That's, right. Yeah, okay. Think. But that that's the thing. It just depends on your appetite because you know you the, the other day you had Mexican takeout, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I just want to make sure that when you come down south, well, I know exactly what you want. I, I want I, some I, brown I, pancakes with some brown maple syrup. Yeah. You understand what I'm talking? I need I need I need a I need a short yeah. stack, the, real the, the, the gr- Yeah, the, the grits that stick to the hips, the type grits. John. I need I the grits to well, nah, I'm gonna have someone. I'm I'm gonna hit up. Uh, I'm gonna hit up our, our friend Didi, and you know I'm gonna have her pull up too. So you won't be all by yourself. 
Um, so you know, there, there's going to be somewhat of a voice of reason, but at the same time, uh, <laughs> what the hell is Pete Shaw doing right now? <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. I need him to stop. <laughs> but <laughs> I'll see the arrow. Ah, uh, uh, that's funny. That is funny. So, and where's the um, arrow going? <laughs> Listen, y'all be sure to y'all y'all know what to do, man. Like, share, comment, subscribe, all that good oh, damn, stuff. Damn, we were still recording. My bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, shout out to Andre Three Stacks for for that great vegan album that you put out for everybody. Um, because yeah, there was definitely no music on there. Shout out. <laughs> Because you said, I was, I was like, thankfully you said that because I definitely wasn't gonna say that. Um, <laughs> shout out to shout out to Erica Badu because that thing still thinking, and <laughs> we know that thing still thinking. She, yo, she's Strong J. Yo, remember when Strong J put the put the in that man's face? This is how my <laughs> how my perfume should be smelling. <laughs> 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 Oh, man. <laughs> Shout out to Matt Rife, man, for the special and all that good stuff, man. Y'all, y'all be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. We on the road to 150. This is episode 139. Uh, we appreciate y'all. There's another episode of the Talk My Credo podcast. Peace, y'all in the building. KT, now she she's been on one because she she, she got the red going on. She got the ski going on right now. And she is <laughs> okay, maybe not. Okay, she got the Charlie Baltimore. All right, the Charlie Baltimore. Okay, we can go with go. that. All right, all right. She got the Charlie Baltimore right now. And then now soon the root the greatest he did better than ever live, pulling up in that new thing. That new thing right there. Y'all understand. Understand buying people apartments and stuff. You know, we just a menace of <laughs> a certified menace in these streets. But <laughs> But y'all should, man. Y'all stay fly, stay blessed. Until the next time, y'all know what it is. Peace out, y'all. For real talk and dope conversations, to the Talk My Credo podcast. Find us on all streaming platforms. Happening on social media. And subscribe to us on YouTube and Talk My Credo.